Welcome to The Collective Rx, a wellness and personal development podcast for healthcare professionals who are ready to create a fulfilling personal and professional life. I'm your host, Julie Doan, pharmacist and certified life coach. You know, some days things just don't go as planned. There are IT issues and you can't log into your patient charts. There's a 45 minute delay on your way to work due to traffic or your child is throwing up all over the place and you need to keep them home on a day of an important meeting. It happens to all of us, whether you're a healthcare professional or not. And I recently had one of those days where it felt like everything was going wrong. And as we say in French Canadian or in Quebecois, ça roule carré. And I would love to say that as a life coach, I was breezing through this challenging day with peace and calm, but no, I'm human and I was irritated AF. Let's just say it took a few hours to get a handle on myself, but the experience wasn't in vain as it inspired me to create this podcast episode and share my thoughts on how to get through unexpected or challenging situations with more equanimity and mental calmness. I personally have found that learning to deal with these situations with the tips that I'll share have helped me overall feel less anxious and stressed when these circumstances arise. And I hope that they can help you too. So if we would begin with a recent anecdote, I woke up one morning and I get a notification that a meeting is rescheduled. I was really looking forward to it because there was a few important things that I needed to discuss, but okay, no big deal. And then I go about my morning, ready to begin my telepharmacy shift, and I try logging into the hospital I'm supposed to work at that day. And hmm, I couldn't log in. I keep on getting this error message. And that's usually not a good sign, but before I jump to conclusion, like, let me call IT. So I call them and long story short, it wasn't an issue that could be solved right away. It would actually take them a few hours. And at this point, I was frustrated because this was an issue that was entirely preventable and I started to go into blame mode. And I also was really frustrated because I will probably have to find someone to replace me and not get paid for today as I can't work. And then I started thinking about all these unexpected bills that came up in the last two weeks and I started worrying like, okay, is this mischief going to affect me financially? And if maybe I'm gonna have to delay some purchases that I was intending to make. And I could just feel myself spiraling in this tornado of frustration and getting really hooked into my irritation. And I'd love to say that with all my mindfulness practices, I noticed this and snapped out of it right away. But you know, no, as I said earlier, I am human and I stayed there for a good hour or two in my frustration, spewing and brewing and wondering like, when the heck is my access going to be fixed? It was only when my husband asked me why I was so grumpy and if I was having my period, which by the way, is the worst thing you can ask a cranky woman, that I admitted to myself my reaction to the situation was probably out of proportion with what was really happening. Also, I really didn't like feeling this tense and frustrated and I want to feel some relief from this terrible mood that I created. So we take the situation as an example. Here's what was helpful to getting me back in a more neutral state of mind. The first is to notice your thoughts. So the process I follow when I want to shift my mood is the following. First, I tune into my body and observe how I'm feeling. So 
Initially, I can feel there's tension in my body, contraction, irritation, and frustration. And second, I ask myself, okay, what's the predominant thought that I keep on thinking that's making me feel this way? And the thoughts I was having was some variation of nothing is going my way today. And the second one was everything about today sucks. Now, there's something called a cognitive bias where the brain will find evidence for what we believe is true. And in that moment, my brain was very busy finding all the little things that weren't going as planned or going wrong, such as meeting was canceled, unexpected bills, and my husband asking me an annoying question. So it's no wonder that I was feeling so irritated when I was playing these thoughts on repeat. Luckily, once we gain awareness of our thoughts, we also get to choose new ones. We get to question if the ones that we are currently choosing are serving us, and if they don't, then we can choose another one. And personally, the thoughts, nothing is going my way today, and everything about today sucks, wasn't serving me. So when you notice yourself using absolute words like everything, or nothing, or always, just like I did, you might want to take some time and question yourself. Those words are very black and white, and they can often lead to blanket statements. So in my case, was it true that nothing was going as planned? Sure, some things weren't going as planned, but some things were actually going pretty well. And if I gave my chance to look for them, some things were actually going better than expected. So for example, the weather, it was supposed to be raining that day, but it actually ended up being sunny. So by questioning these like blanket statements, I'm able to zoom out of the situations and see the bigger picture. To be clear, it's not about ignoring that there were a few frustrations, but it's also not putting all of my focus there either. And in mindfulness, we call this widening your attention to have a more balanced point of view. This is why gratitude practices can really help, because even if some parts of your day are really hard, you can also recognize that there are some good parts to your day and things that you can still be grateful for. So as a recap, what I suggest is that you tune into yourself or to your body to name what you're feeling, identify the main thoughts that are contributing to you feeling this way, and see if you can choose a new thought that feels more neutral or slightly more positive, and that can help you have a more balanced view of the situation. If you want to learn more about this idea, you can tune into episode six of the podcast that's called How to Be Less Stressed. In this episode, I explain a concept called the thought ladder, which helps explain how to move from one thought to a more neutral or positive thought. Now, a second strategy that I find helpful when things aren't going as planned is to recognize what I can and cannot control. In my example with the IT issues, I took the steps I needed to get the problem solved and now I had to wait for IT. I couldn't really do anything else and getting worked up about it or checking my email every 20 seconds to see if it was fixed wasn't going to make anything go faster or change the outcome. The only thing that it was going to do was make me crankier. So knowing this, reluctantly, I told myself, okay, I'll go and focus on another task while I waited for updates. And if I wanted to feel better, the truth was I had to surrender what I couldn't control. And while the situation wasn't solved yet, and yes, I still felt some annoyance, at least I wasn't 
getting so agitated and worked up about it as I did before. So it did provide me some sense of relief. And the important thing that I want to share here is also the intensity of my negative feelings were reduced and I was closer to feeling neutral. So I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. Isn't it necessarily about being, you know, always happy and positive when we're looking to change our, the state of our mood, but it's the thing, how can we reduce the intensity of our quote unquote negative feelings or state to have a more balanced state of view or perspective? Another example that you might relate to is perhaps when you're running behind with your clinic appointment schedule or working in a pharmacy and several patients like show up at the same time along with this like lengthy hospital discharge prescriptions that needs to be prepared like today and there's of course a medication that isn't in stock. So I recognize that it could be a stressful situation, you know, because several people are waiting after you and they might not be the most gracious people when it comes to delays. And it can also be downright unpleasant. But something that makes this situation even more challenging is resisting it. Thinking to yourself that, you know, it shouldn't be this way, or I hate this. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but what I'm inviting you to do is to not resist what is in front of you. And in personal development lingo, we call this fighting reality. So examples of fighting reality in my previous examples was me just focusing so much on the fact that this was a preventable problem. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, Like, I can't believe that the IT team didn't warn me or tell me in advance that my account was expiring, etc. And in the example earlier of the delays in the clinics, it could be focusing on like, I can't believe that this patient came in late or I can't believe that, you know, there was traffic on my way here and this is why I'm late. So again, it's really just focusing on the things that aren't going a certain way. And what can help you instead to help you find a more neutral state is to soften your belief that things should be a certain way and to instead accept what is in front of you right now, at least for this moment. And when you allow yourself to accept what is in front of you, you might notice the intensity of your irritation decrease. And this is what can help you get through the challenging situation or find a solution in a calmer matter. So what that could look like is you telling yourself, wow, like this is really unpleasant, but just one patient at a time and we're going to get through this. This isn't forever. Now, to be clear, letting go of what you can't control isn't about being passive or that you don't try to change things. Later, you can, of course, examine what happened, try to reduce delays or pressure on the team in the future. But in the moment, allowing yourself to recognize that this is the situation that you're currently working with can help loosen the internal tension that the resistance has built up. And as I said previously, doing this might not make your experience all rainbows and daisies, but it will lower the intensity of your frustration and anxiety. So if you want to try this experiment out, think of a recent situation that's like a four or five on 10 in terms of irritation. The reason I'm suggesting that you think of a moderately annoying situation is that it's best to not practice on a highly emotionally triggering circumstance. Okay. You want to build your surrender muscle before. Now coming back to your four or five on 10 situation, ask yourself, like, how can you loosen your grip on the situation? and what you believe is the way things should be. 
How can you focus on what you do have full control over? And this question brings me to the next strategy or tip, which is choosing how you react. So we will all experience a range of difficult situations from relatively minor ones like canceled flights, traffic, and to bigger ones like illness or a death of a loved one. It's part of the human experience. And for many of these things, we can't control when they happen. However, what we can control is how we relate to these challenging and difficult experiences. In other words, how do we react when things don't go as planned? And by the way, when I say you can control how you react to a situation, it's not about being stoic or putting on a fake smile and pretending everything is okay. You know, repressing feelings is not cool. You are human and you are allowed to feel emotions when things are hard or, you know, when things don't go as planned. So give yourself permission to feel whatever comes up, but also notice or be intentional about not spiraling into stories about the situation, which will amplify your negative feelings. So let me explain. In my own example of dealing with the IT issues, I could feel irritated about not being able to log into my accounts, but did I really need to believe that everything about my day was going wrong? The irony is that if I choose to believe that, it would become a self-fulfilling prophecy and it'd be my limited point of view that would ruin my day and not the actual circumstance. And this is what I mean by not spiraling into our stories and amplifying the situation. And if we look at more challenging situations or circumstances like a layoff or a breakup, there'll be, of course, a lot stronger feelings than my minor technological difficulties. There will probably be disappointment, hurt, heartache, and pain. But notice if ever thoughts like, I'll never find another job, or I'll never find love again, or I'm unlovable, no one will ever want to be with me, arises. These are examples of spiraling into stories. Allowing these thoughts to play on repeat can cause an additional sense of despair that actually isn't necessary. And I don't say that to be condescending or to minimize the hurt these experiences can bring, but I say this because I want you to realize how the unhelpful thoughts that you play on repeat can contribute to your suffering more than the actual situation. Now, the fourth strategy that I want to share with you is to show yourself compassion. As I mentioned previously, you don't have to slap on a fake smile when things aren't going as planned. If you are feeling anxious, irritated, frustrated, or sad, give yourself space to recognize how you feel. In episode 15, I mentioned that part of building a better relationship with yourself was validating your feelings. And interestingly, when you're able to name your feelings, this is when you can observe your thoughts and identify what's contributing to your feelings. The second thing I wanted to say was to not beat yourself up for feeling any negative emotions because negative emotions aren't morally wrong or bad. They're just, you know, current state that you're feeling. Maybe some people will tell themselves like, I shouldn't feel this way or I shouldn't react like this. And especially if you're into personal development you may think that all the work you've been doing on yourself means that you wouldn't react that way anymore. But part of showing yourself compassion is knowing that you are human. 
personal development work doesn't necessarily mean that you'll stop reacting or have negative thoughts, but it can help you build some awareness around your behavior so that you can choose differently once you've noticed your automatic thoughts or the ones that don't serve you, right? So be compassionate with yourself when things aren't going your way and allow yourself to you know, feel whatever feeling arises. Now, as a recap, when things aren't going your way and you notice yourself tensing up, what can help you get back into a more neutral perspective or calmer state is noticing your thoughts, letting go of what you can't control, choosing how you want to react, and also showing yourself some compassion. While practicing all four can of course be helpful, I'd invite you to choose the one that speaks to you the most and to add it to your toolkit when you need it. All right, my friend, that is what I wanted to share with you today on how to navigate situations that don't go as planned, whether it's in your professional life as a clinician or in your personal life. And if you haven't yet, it would mean so much to me. If you would leave a review for this podcast, it helps more people discover the Collective Rx and helps me share my message with more healthcare professionals. So thank you in advance and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye for now.